I want to talk to you about American Home Shield. I didn't even know this existed uh, until about a month ago, and I I love this. I, I'm getting it for my my house because we have replaced our um, HVAC systems uh, in our house. The air conditioning. It's I mean, I have a 15 year old house, and the air conditioners have gone, and they're a fortune. A refrigerator starting to go. It's a fortune. What what do we? So there is something now called American Home Shield that will replace the things. It's insurance and for things that your insurance doesn't cover. A home warranty plan that will help the cost of repair or replacing the items should they break down. It's not for your toaster. I mean, it's for big things. Um, 28 times more likely to use your home warranty than homeowner's insurance. It is really a great service, and it comes from AHS. Uh, and you can go to ahs.com slash back and save 50 bucks and start protecting your home and your budget from the breakdowns. No inspections required. Proof of maintenance not required. They've got plans and pricing for every budget. AHS.com. You know, I was going to start by saying I'm mad as hell, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm just determined, determined to live my life as a free man and determined to end the lies. And I'm putting up a challenge today in the next couple of minutes to YouTube and to Facebook and all those groups that want to censor, want to say that we're lying. Oh, I've got something to say, and I'm posting it today after this show, and I dare you to censor i dare i want you to censor it i want you to tell me how you're gonna poke a hole in this one because then i'm gonna tear you apart so go ahead we're setting the record straight in 60 seconds this is the glenn beck program All right, let me tell you about American financing. The most responsible thing that you can do right now is refinance your home. Why? Because if you have an interest rate that was even really low two years ago, it's it's too high now. We're down to the threes and the two percent mortgage interest rate territory. That that's 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 unheard of. It will save you hundreds, if not thousands of dollars, extra money in the bank. And it's not going, it's not going to the bank. You can use that money to pay your loans down, to pay your credit cards down, but it's the fiscally responsible thing to do. And right now, American financing can help you consolidate your high interest loans, refi your house, or get a new mortgage at an extremely low rate. Do it now, please. If you're buying a new home, though, don't buy don't buy more house because, wow, we can afford it. Please don't do that. Please use the money to get yourself out of debt. 
Call 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Tonight, our Wednesday night special, Civil War, The Way America Could End, in 2020 and make no mistake this is this is well researched this is not hyperbole this is not to get you to watch this is to prepare you for what is coming and if you've been watching the shows on uh wednesday nights uh you know that we have laid out a good case every step of the way. Tonight, I put it all together and show you exactly what is happening, who's responsible for all of these things. They're not even trying to hide it anymore. Do we have the audio of uh, the uh, Antifa people in Philadelphia last night? Listen to this, on the street. We do not win if we sit back and we wait for November. We do not win if we rely on an election that this regime is telling you they will not respect. Really? Tonight I'm going to show you the seven pillars that have been laid out in the open on how to cause a color revolution, how to do a revolution and flip a state almost overnight. All of them are being done. And you have to know the truth. And it's really hard to know the truth right now because there are organizations, for instance, we are flagged almost daily now by Facebook, almost daily. And we know they're coming and we know exactly who they're coming from. And I'm not going to get into it because uh, hopefully we're going to be getting into it with our attorneys. But every day, they throttle us down. They try to hide the truth. And they give us some excuse every single day. And we have to spend our day fighting it. And we win. And then they're like, oh, okay, yeah, you're right. Well, the damage is already done. It's too late. I don't know if you saw the news yesterday. Now, this is a record. Now, why? Why would these records be being broke all the time? Well, it's climate change is getting so bad right now. Is it on Monday, Monday, wildfires destroyed in Washington state alone, 330,000 acres of brush and timber. Now, one reason these things happen, not climate change, is because the wildlife and the, the forest service, they're not allowed to do what everyone who's ever lived around f- forests and trees know you have to do. You have to have controlled burns. If you don't, lightning strikes and it burns the whole thing down because that's the way nature does it. So you have controlled burns. So when there's a lightning strike, it doesn't happen. But no, 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 it's natural to have all of that underbrush. No, it's not. But that's not what's going on. On Monday, 58 fires started. 
in Washington state, 58, nine significant fires. Well, yesterday in a press conference, the state public lands commissioner, Hillary Franz, uh, said 58 fires across the state were started on Monday. We were able to put most of them out. An estimated 330,000 acres of our state burned in just 24 hours. More acres burned yesterday than in the uh, than in 12 of the last entire fire seasons in Washington state. She said, quote, we believe today that all of these are human caused in some dimension. Fifty eight fires all set on Monday. According to Hillary Franz, it's not climate change. It was started by humans either being stupid or arson. Now, how dare you? Have you not seen PolitiFact? Have you not seen the news gods that have told us, bow down, don't you dare say there's any arson going on. There's nothing. And if you say it's arson, how dare you even say that these peaceful protesters with Antifa have anything to do with fires yes they'll set our cities on fire yes they're calling for revolution but they wouldn't do that that's just over the top well i asked my staff to see if there was any evidence on uh fires and i don't mean evidence from twitter i mean evidence is there anybody who's been arrested for arson is there anybody that's been arrested for mischief with fire? Here they are. And YouTube and Facebook, go ahead. I want you, I want you to, uh, to, de- to demonetize this clip. I want you to somehow or another say that we're lying. I want you to throttle it. Go ahead. Because then you're going to have to explain what we got wrong. And I happen to have all the documents right here. So my attorney is really ready for that dethrottling or demonetization. You say you're a protector of the truth? Great. Here it is. First one, Washington State, Jeffrey Accord, 36, Puyallup, Washington, September 9th, a BLM activist. One count of reckless burning, second degree, transferred and charged with one count, burglary, uh, no reported damage. According to Accord's history of anti-police protesting and the encounters with law enforcement, he was arrested during the Ferguson riots in Missouri. Christine Camello, 36, Spokane, Washington, September 7th. No known political affiliation. One count, second degree arson. One count, first degree arson. One count, burglary. In Oregon, Domingo Lopez, 45. Portland, September 14th. Reckless burning, second degree disorderly conduct. All the fires were caught early. No one was injured. No structures were damaged. He was charged with using a Molotov cocktail to start a brush fire in the wildfire devastated state, then busted again. He was released on his own recognizance and then busted again hours later for going back and starting six more fires. 
Michael Gerard Bakella, 41. September 8th, Phoenix, Oregon. Two counts of first-degree arson. 15 counts of first-degree criminal mischief. 14 counts of reckless endangerment. Two deaths. 50 people are still unaccounted for. It's burned more than 5,700 acres, destroyed 700 structures. He was arrested for a probation violation on an original charge of unlawful possession of methamphetamines. Oh, it, by the way, go ahead. Are you thinking about demonetizing us yet? YouTube, Facebook, you thinking about it? Because I have all the arrest documents right here. Jason Moss, 44, the Dexter State Recreation Area fire, September 9th, for arrested for first-degree arson. He burned down 145 acres. He allegedly started a fire in the woods near the Frisbee Golf Course. More than 40,000 Oregonians have been evacuated. 500,000 are in different levels of evacuation zones because of Jason Moss. But no, there is no arson. What are you talking about? In California, in Monterey County, Anita Esquivel, 37. She was arrested September 11th. Very little is known about the specifics. Rumors have uh, circulated that she has connections to Antifa and intentionally set the fires for that cause, but we do not know. The district attorney has dismissed the suggestions that she had ties to the far left groups such as Antifa. Then there's Osman uh, Palencia, 36. He's homeless, no known political affiliation, several arrest warrants. He surrendered to police, one felony count of arson during a state emergency, one felony count of arson of a structure. He burned 4,237 acres. Noel Lopez Mejia, 47, Helmet, California. No known political affiliation. 10 arson counts. 10 allegations of setting the blazes during a state emergency. 40 charged acres. In exchange for a plea, he received a prison sentence of 17 years and 4 months. Freddie Owen Graham, 68, Kansas City, Missouri to San Jose, California. No political affiliation is known. 13 counts of arson to forest land. Two counts of arson during a state emergency. He burned approximately 128 acres. No, uh, no injuries or structural damage. Uh, he apparently had flown in from Missouri and then rented a car which he used to drive along uh, the road in Santa Clara County, and he started uh, fires on his way to his 50th high school reunion. By the way, that report came from CNN. You want to demonetize them too? Then there's Ivan Geronimo Gomez, 30, Monterey, California, August 18th. He's suspected starting the Dolan Fire, which has uh, which has taken down 117,242 acres. 40% of it has been contained as of 914. He was arrested and booked in the Monterey County Jail on suspicion of arson of foreign uh, forest lands. His bail was set at $2 million. Those are just the few that I can actually just grab the arrest warrants and the arrest records. Uh, you want to tell us political politic fact, how you uh, came to the conclusion and called the the idea that there was arson in these fires? 
Can you tell me how you came to that conclusion? Because your fact check seems to be entirely false. You want to know the truth? You have to do a little digging yourself. And you cannot believe everything that anyone says. And I do not. In fact, I insist that you do not believe the things that I say just because I say them. You have to make the truth your own by doing your own research. And yes, it's perilous to do that. But you're smart enough to figure out what is an initial source, what is a credible source, and what isn't. You don't need a degree from journalism school to be able to know. In fact, if you have a degree from any school of journalism, I don't trust you. You have lied over and over and over and over again. You are you are pointing everyone's direction in the wrong direction. And I echo the words of Donald Trump. You are an enemy to mankind. You are an enemy to man's freedom. What you have done will be remembered a hundred years from now when maybe possibly, possibly men are free again after what you have done you will be remembered in not a kind way because you know what's going on and you are lying and covering up i have much more to say maybe i'll be demonetized do it do it All right. Relief factor. Heather is a police officer. God bless her. God bless them all. She's one of the good guys in Louisiana, and she has to stay fit for her job. She spends a fair amount of time in the gym. Uh, Not exactly the way I would spend my days, but, I mean, look at me. (laughs) You don't get a body like this by working out. Anyway, uh, she's been taking Relief Factor for over two years now. She said her own aches and pains in the gym. She, she had them. She always kept the pain at bay. Uh, recently, a fellow officer uh, began to work out and was complaining about how he was feeling. She said, you got to try some of this stuff. It's great. So she shared a couple of her Relief Factor packets with him so he could try them. It worked for him as well. Pretty soon, his aches and pains were all gone as well. They both got their life back. They both can be active and fit and do everything that they want because of Relief Factor. Not a drug developed by doctors. 70% of the people who try Relief Factor go on to buy more. Why would you do that? Because it works for you. Try the three-week quick start right now. Try it as Trial Pack 1995. Get your life back. Go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-583-84. 800-583-84. It's relieffactor.com. 10 seconds, station ID. Tonight at 9 o'clock, I'm going to show you how all of this fits in. I'm going to show you how all of this, you are being you are being lied to. This is a stage play. Everything that is happening right now, it is so well coordinated. It is, I have to be honest with you, if it was on the side of liberty, it would be a beautiful thing. It is elegant the way they have done it, uh, but it is evil. 
And how do I how can I possibly say it's evil? Well, let me just play the uh, video footage that was released this week that shows two officers being shot by a suspect during a routine traffic stop. It left one officer dead. Now, this happened in in Tulsa County. It was released. This happened over the summer, but it was released because a court order, because a judge said you have to release that. Now, nobody wants us to show you this. Oh, no, you have this is gratuitous violence. Really? Is it? Well, maybe you should see some gratuitous violence of what these heroes do every day. Can you imagine being a cop trying to stop somebody just for a speeding ticket? Imagine after eight minutes of telling this belligerent guy, you got to get out of the car. You got to get out of the car. They finally tried to tase him. He wouldn't get out of the car. So they had to remove him physically. Well, la-dee-da, he had a gun. Watch. Listen. You have two choices. You can step out of the car. Or I can drag you out. Or we can tase you. For what? This is your your breaking. Look, hey. Step out of the car. Now. This is my Do you want to get tased? Why are y'all doing this? Because you're refusing to follow a lawful order. I need you to step out it's of the not car. A lawful order. It is a lawful order, and I will it's tase not, you this, if you do not get out of the car. Man, this is you, you have a choice. Get please, out of the car under please, your own power. Please call or your I will I am the supervisor. Please I'm call, a sergeant. Please hey, dude, just step out of the car right now. Otherwise you are getting tased. Get out of the Matt, car! Please! Matt, please! Still, they're now they're wrestling with him and they're trying to get him out of the car. Stop! You're violating my rights! You're violating Dang my me. rights. Stop! Get out of the Stop! Stay in the help. car! Matt, help! Left arm. Now, help! Arm. I got this arm. Matt, help! He grabs... Help! Help! Get out of the car! Help! He's not even in gear. Help! He's grabbing something in the... He's... He's going to his glove box. He's grabbing a gun. Get out of the car! Get out! You got him? What the? What the? That body cam uh, footage came from the uh, came from the sergeant that died. Oh, you. You want to play a you want to play a little game of no crap Sherlock? Oh boy, I wish I wasn't on federal airwaves. You want to play that game? This is what you get. And the DNC and the operatives for the left are designing it. I'll prove it tonight. It's the Glenn Beck program. Don't miss it on Blaze TV tonight. If you're not a member, become a member. BlazeTV.com/back. All right. Um, our sponsor this half hour is from Real Estate Agents I Trust. Um, we had um, I got an email from Walt and Carolyn about their experience with Kelly, one of the agents who works with my company, Real Estate Agents I Trust. And they wrote in and said, Glenn, I just want you to know what a wonderful experience it was working with Kelly. We sold our house the first weekend for more than we had planned on. Thank you, Kelly. She helped us uh, over some very anxious moments and was able to work out a solution on a Sunday night for us. Very professional, kept us updated to any changes or questions that we had. On a scale of 1 to 10, we'd give her a 10 plus. That's what I like to hear. 
and we follow these agents. They don't work for us. We follow them. We make sure that we're tracking, that we only are sending the best to you. It's a free service to you. If you're looking for a great agent, please do yourself a favor. Contact us. We'll send you a name. Then you interview them. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Get your house sold fast and for the most amount of money. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. Don't forget to use the promo code Glenn, G-L-E-N-N, for $10 off your subscription at blazetv.com. I want to play the audio now that has just been released from the shooting of the L.A. Sheriff's deputies. These were the ones that were just sitting in their car and someone came up. Uh, and shot both of them. This is the audio. What you're going to hear is the voice of the the deputy. She's 31 years old. She's a mother of a six-year-old daughter. Uh, she radios from Compton Pax. That's the local transit center with the code 998 for officer-involved shooting. This is actually probably not what she was actually calling in she should have called in a 999 which means officers been shot officers down 998 means an officer shot a suspect so she is trying to find the words her voice is or her speech is slurred so badly because she was shot in the face and her jaw so she's already applied a tourniquet to her uh to her partner to stop the bleeding and she is calling and they don't understand her right away. Listen. You want to go for a Six or two free just happened. Six or two free only, your traffic. She's trying to say confident hack nine nine eight and she's hard to understand. Six what you Frank, I can't talk to you. GSB and six oh two Frank is advising in nine nine eight Compton Pass. You have a unit to respond in three or less. She says ten four. That's her partner. Deputy shot in the front of her head, bleeding. Female. Compton Pax, please. 10 4, copy 998. Deputy shot 902 are going to be responding. Do I have a family unit responding to Compton Pax? Compton Pax, deputies down. Okay. Now. Compton, you are now passed in with CHP. There's a 998 at Compton Pass. You have a deputy down shot in the head. We'll have We're both shot. So this is going on now when she opens it up. Now the police, all of the police, and you can hear the sirens already beginning in the background. All the police begin to respond. Now I want you just for a second to put yourself into a car where you are hearing that two officers have been shot. You were maybe 
sitting somewhere on the side of the road. You were maybe giving someone a ticket. And that comes across on your shoulder and you're hearing it and you have to respond. So you get into the car. Where do you go exactly? You know where they are. But do you go do you go there? Where do you park your car? Do you pull up to where they are exactly? You don't know if anything is still happening. You don't know what was going on at all. Which direction should you come in to the scene so you're not downrange? You don't know. No one knows what downrange is. No one knows how many suspects there are, what kind of guns there are. You have to drive up and hope that there's adequate cover. You all the time are remembering also all of your training, the proper grit, the, the, the target sighting on your weapon. You have to beware of all the bystanders. Who's a bystander? Who's possible trouble? Scan the surroundings. Make sure you don't get into tunnel vision. Focus on your radio. Focus on your radio. More information will come. But if you are in tunnel vision, if you are now focused on saving your life, auditory cues are the first to go. It's common. Don't panic. Don't panic. Get help. That's what all the other cops were going through as these two cops were fighting for their lives. You know why this happens? Because people in America have not made a clear stand. You are sending mixed signals. Oh, the cops are bad. We should march against the cops. No, there are some bad cops. Just like there are some bad soldiers, just like there are some bad talk radio hosts, there are some bad preachers. We have to use logic and reason to sort out which are which. You don't do it by burning buildings in the street and, and blaming all cops and then telling them they actually said this week that cops should get stabbed or shot as opposed to shooting a, a suspect which they don't know. Let me ask you a question. I just played the two Tulsa cops that were trying to get this guy to pull him out of the car. They spent eight minutes saying, get out of the car. Get out of the car. They finally, he wouldn't, had to pull him out of the car. You see in the in the the footage of the body cam, you see him leaning back into the car. Was he grabbing a gun? Because suddenly he had a gun and he shot and killed one of the cops. So who was right? Was it was it was it right when they when they shot the guy who had a warrant out for his arrest who said he had a knife who was going into the car was reaching for a gun and they shot and killed him because he's dead so it was that right or were these officers right who didn't pull a gun even when he was reaching for something he didn't they didn't pull their gun they're just trying to wrestle him and now one of them is dead which one was right america I have my opinion, but if you're saying that the cop in the first scenario was wrong 
and the cops in the second scenario were right, you don't know what you're talking about. You are not taking yourself into consideration. The, the struggle for life itself is a hard instinct to overcome. And when you feel in danger and you can do something about it, you do. And quite honestly, I will give our cops the benefit of the doubt every time like that. Not when they're doing something wrong. Not when they're doing something based on race. Not when they're breaking the law or the Constitution. None of that stuff. And every American is with me on that. Stop pretending we're not. America, you are being set up for a revolution. And this revolution is coming within weeks. It is coming at the election. Everything you know and hold dear, every right that you have, every bit and ounce of security that you feel you have could be gone by the end of the year. It definitely will be in jeopardy. You have to know what they want you to do. They wanted this chaos. And where are all the black people that are protesting for Black Lives Matter? Have you noticed it's mainly white kids? Have you noticed it's a bunch of rich, spoiled, white brats? Have you noticed they're only doing it to old people in the inner city? They're doing it to uh, to families, people that are afraid in the inner city because they can't have a gun. You notice they haven't done it to farmers yet. Oh, they will. Oh, they will. They haven't done it to people who will say to hell with you. Get off my land. And they will not spend eight minutes like the cops will. Saying, get off my land, get off my land. You got a choice, get off my land. If you are threatening their family and you're on their land, they will shoot you. And you know what'll stop? Your cute little riots to overthrow everything that man has worked for from the beginning of time. We don't have a perfect state, we don't have a perfect nation. We gathered together under a constitution that says we are striving for a more perfect nation. What you're doing is destroying everything and you're destroying our culture. Do you know that 20% of churches will never open again? 20% of churches will not open again. How many churches will never see the amount of parishioners in the pew just because the state broke your back? It broke the habit. It broke your reliance. It, it lured you into a world where we can all watch child pedophilia movies on Netflix. The decision that you have to make is so easy. You know the difference between right and wrong. You know the difference. We all do. We were all taught it. 
Now, maybe our kids haven't been taught that. Our kids have been pounded with lies, and I'm telling you, you're going to lose your kids. You're going to lose your kids not to a movement. You're going to lose your kids to darkness. This is evil. What is happening right now is well-orchestrated, unbelievably well-financed evil. And you must take a stand. And do not waste your time on people that don't see it. You've got to wake up those who are just kind of like, they're not part of it at all. They haven't been paying attention. They don't know. This is your Christian duty to prepare people. This is my only duty to God. I mean, you know, in in my calling or my job. My job is to warn you. Tonight, the biggest warning I've ever issued. Tonight, I will show you how it all comes undone in the next six weeks. Tell your friends, watch it with your family tonight at 9 p.m. Civil War. How America could end in 2020. You can subscribe. I think we're going to be putting it on YouTube. I'm not sure. Sometimes we stream them live on Facebook and YouTube. I don't know. But I do know that they're going to be on uh, Facebook. And please subscribe. Please tell a friend uh, and join us. Tonight is an extraordinarily important uh, broadcast that you really need to hear. All right. Alice lives in Ohio. She's got a husky. Uh, that was anything, uh, you know, anything but husky. It's only touching his food about once every three days, barely even eat. Then starting to get sick. Alice was really worried about him. Then she tried rough greens thinking, what do I have to lose? When she first started doing it, he would lick it off the top before, uh, uh before she was even down on the, on the ground with it. Um, my dog is exactly the same. She said he cleaned his bowl every time she he, she would feed him. Same with Uno. He did not eat. We could never get him to, to uh, eat. He was losing weight. It was just horrible. Now, Rough Greens is not a dog food, so it doesn't require you to change dog foods. It's a supplement that you put on your dog's food, and it has all the nutrients that your dogs need. Uh, it's probiotics, antioxidants, vitamins, minerals, omega oils. The probiotics doesn't come in anything because it all has to be cooked out. That's why this comes in a resealable pouch and you have to order it. I think every 30 days it comes because you can't keep it sitting around. It won't last on a shelf. It's good for your dog. My vet said, please feed this to your dog. Uh, Rough Greens, 14-day jump start. Get it right now, fourteen ninety-five. See the difference in your dog in just 14 days. But I'm telling you, the change continues as you continue to feed him Rough Greens. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Roughgreens.com slash Beck or call 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Pat and I are just talking about tonight's uh, tonight's uh, special. Um, there is, I mean, if you are 
if you are really watching our specials, you'll know from Event 201 to The Great Reset, all the things we've talked about, you will see how it's all coming together. Tonight, I'm going to show you what the CIA says, how you overturn a country, what you need. What I have been looking for, and I've never, I've never released any of this stuff. This has been a private journey of mine looking for what it takes to overturn a country. And I think I have eight things on my board. And then the last comes from the Obama administration and the State Department. How to start revolutions, the called revolution, you know, color revolutions over in Europe, which we have done. Oh, and uh, so it's under the guise of doing this in some other country. Correct. Mm. And there are seven there are seven pillars. Wow. When you see the seven pillars, every single one of them is done. Every single one of them is done. And it's and all of them are in coordination with the left. All of them are in coordination or with just the turning of a blind eye from the government or deep state. It's terrifying. It's terrifying. It's all here. It's all here. And the catalyst will be the election. That's the biggest thing. There are three pillars on just an election that have to be done. And when you understand them, you will understand the news. You'll understand why people are saying saying the things they're saying. They're saying. Yeah. It all is there. And it's going to require you to tell your friends be updated there's nothing to fear if you know what's going on if you don't know what's going on you're going to be rounded up like cattle or a sheep and it will be over you have to be aware of what's going on tonight we'll show you that we're going to get into more of it in just a minute stand by hey everybody knows paypal but did you know that they were teaming up with honey to save you money Honey is the free online shopping tool that automatically finds the best promo codes and applies them to your cart. And now it's part of the PayPal family. Just add Honey to your computer and shop on all of your favorite sites like normal. When it comes to checkout, just click the little Apply Coupons button when it pops up. A few seconds later, Honey scans the database for all the working coupons on the web and watch your price drop. Honey works on nearly every online store, Walmart, DoorDash, Home Depot, uh, Lululemon, Macy's. Honey has found over $2 billion in savings. That's why they have over 100,000 five-star reviews on Google Chrome Store. Not using Honey is literally passing up free money. It is free to use and installs in just a couple of seconds. Get money for free by joining Honey. Joinhoney.com slash back. That's joinhoney.com slash back. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Let me talk to you here real quickly about uh, Built Bar. I, I just I just ate mine. Just gave one to Pat. Delicious. These are really good. I had the raspberry yesterday, and then yeah. this one is the chocolate peanut butter. Wow. This is German chocolate cake. Unbelievable. Uh, I mean, for 130 calories? Yeah, crazy. That doesn't... I mean, it And they don't taste like cardboard. They're delicious. Right. They don't taste like chemicals. They don't leave mm. that nasty aftertaste. I mean, it's right. real chocolate. I don't know how they do it. I really don't. But this is the miracle thing that we've all been looking for mm-hmm. on health food. Uh, this is delicious. Uh, and you can get them now. You get them, buy them by the box uh, at uh, BuiltBar.com. BuiltBar.com. High in protein, low calorie, high fiber, low carb. Uh, Tanya has been eating them for a while, for a while and I've been like, I'm not going to eat that. It's a protein bar. And then she was gone and there was nothing to eat in the house. So I ate one and I was, this is the greatest uh, built bar 
get $10 off your first order. Uh, just so you know, usually clients come to us. I went to them and said, you have to let me advertise for you because th- these are fantastic. Uh, promo uh, promo code Beck, you get $10 off the box. Just try them. They're really, really good. I have a sweet tooth that kills all diets and everything else. Uh, and when I stop eating ice cream along with these, it would be better. But America, we are being set up for a civil war. It is very clear. It is all of the pieces are there. They are even telegraphing. They're not telegraphing. They're telling you. They're telling you. In fact, you can hear it in the streets. Last night, Eliza Schaefer was in Philadelphia. Uh, play the audio of the the. Uh, the revolutionaries out on the street on the streets of Philadelphia yesterday. We do not win if we sit back and we wait for November. We do not win if we rely on an election that this regime is telling you they will not respect. Do you hear that? That's critical. It's not just that they're calling for revolution. Is that this regime is telling you they will not accept. You will understand that. Tonight, I'm going to take you through the tale of three chalkboards. Connect all of the dots. The Obama administration in Ukraine, straight State Department's relationship with George Soros, Black Lives Matter, Antifa riots, the Great Reset, public school indoctrination, mail-in voting. It all lands in November. Tonight, 9 p.m. But I have somebody else. A guy who is uh, a fellow at Hillsdale College, he's come to the same conclusion. It's not hard. Come to the same conclusion, and we talk to him in 60 seconds. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All you have to do is be willing to look at the insane. Just look at it and take it for what it really is. And uh, you will see this is what's coming. All right, Car Shield, nothing like walking out the door on a bright, sunny morning, listening to the birds sing. You climb behind the wheel of your car, and you're like, yeah, I'm ready for life. And then it's click, and you're like, ah, I should have listened to the check engine light. Nobody, I don't care how much money you have, nobody goes, oh, well, I have enough money for a big car repair. Nobody says that. Nobody. Every time your car breaks down, you're like, oh, crap. Now, Car Shield will take some of the aw crap out of it. In fact, a lot of it. A wide range of protection plans that can save you thousands for a covered repair, which means the check engine light is a lot less scary when it comes on. You have the freedom to choose your favorite mechanic or dealership to do all the work, and Car Shield gets the rest taken care of. Even if your car breaks down while you're traveling, the choice of a repair shop is still up to you. There's also no long term contracts or commitments. You don't wait for them to repay you because you had to write a check. They write it directly to the mechanic or to the shop. The payments are flexible. CarShield plans are customizable to your exact needs. And CarShield has helped over a million drivers. They're America's number one auto protection company. Don't dread the car repair. I used to. (laughs) 
I have old trucks on the farm. Oh, my gosh. Getting them repaired was a fortune. You'd be like, okay, I just might as well buy a new one. Now a car shield. I can keep them going and going and going. Car shield cars go further. Find out why. Call 800-665-2157. 800-665-2157. Mention the promo code BECK or visit carshield.com. Use the promo code BECK. Carshield.com. Deductible may apply. Tonight. They say they want a revolution. We are a revolutionary organization. But what does it mean for the future of our republic? There's no free speech for fascists. Glenn exposes the left's dark plans for the November election. Democrats are pushing to make it available for all voters. And reveals who's behind the rehearsals for a coup. Civil War, the way America can end in 2020. Tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern at blazetv.com slash Glenn. Michael Anton, the author of The Stakes, former national security official and senior fellow at the Claremont Institute. Uh, I thought he was also, yeah, fellow at uh, Hillsdale College as well. Welcome to the program, Michael Anton. How are you? Fine, thank you. Great um, to be back. I, I want to talk to you about the latest article that you wrote on the in the American Mind uh, about the coming coup. Um, I have come to exactly the same conclusion, and it's really not hard if you pay attention and you know what to look for, right? Well, and the data points just pile up every day. Every day. They they say something new that that makes it uh, obvious this is the plan, and and, and also a pointed lack of denials. Usually, you know, if I were plotting something nefarious, uh, or if I were, I mean, put it this way, if I were not plotting something nefarious and somebody accused me of it, I'd be pretty hot with my, and quick with my denials. Oh, yeah. And then I would attack the people accusing me of it as saying, you're lying, right? They're not doing that. (laughs) They're silent on this point. Um, And I'm not the only person talking about it. I mean, if you watch, you know, for instance, Tucker Carlson show last night, Darren Beatty, a former White House speechwriting colleague of mine, was on the air talking about it. Where are the rebuttals? Where are the uh, denials? Where are, you know, we're not getting them, and I think it's because they know that this is the plan, and they, they don't want to put on record quotes that can be used against them when the operation starts going into effect. That is to say, you know, if you're, if you're saying, absolutely, under no circumstances will we do this in September, and then you start doing it in November, right. you've complicated the program because those quotes can be thrown back in your face and, and so I, they're just being quiet about it and i think another reason why they're being quiet about it and not responding is they don't want any more attention coming to it because if you know what's going on you expect it you see it and you won't be wrapped up in it you won't make the stupid mistakes that they are expecting but let's 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 start with um uh what you say Uh, It started with the military brass quietly indicating that the troops should not follow a presidential order. Let's start there with you. Back back when the issue arose of whether the president should invoke the Insurrection Act, the military brass um, made it known that they did not favor that option. And and the secretary of defense in particular said on the record that he didn't. Now, if you disagree with the president, your boss, the, the, the honorable and, and normal or used to be normal way to do it is you do it in private. And if you get overruled, you either follow the order or you resign. Correct. Right. You don't go out and you don't go out 
and say publicly, I disagree, don't, you know, which is a tantamount to saying to the president, don't give that order because we won't follow it, right? I found that extraordinary. I don't know of another example. I mean, you have to go back to maybe George McClellan being <laughs> consistently uh, uh, insubordinate to Abraham Lincoln to find an example of that, it seemed to me. Yeah, and, and this is really important. As I'm going to lay out tonight, I'm going to show you three different paths to this, but they're all the same. Uh, and one is from the uh, State Department on the, the color revolutions of Europe. The Obama State Department showed, I mean, they, they put together a way to overthrow. And one of them, one of the pillars, as they call them, uh, is th- you have to break up. If you can't get the military, you have to break the police and the military up. So part of them, they won't be in lockstep. They can't come down because they'll be fighting against themselves. Well, there's, there's a distinction here, I think, between a, a color revolution and a coup. The end point is the same. You want to throw out a leader uh, uh, that you don't like, whether that person was elected legitimately or not. But the means are different. And I think the preference is always for the color revolution when that can be accomplished, because the color revolution can be spun as peaceful and nonviolent and even quasi-democratic. Mm-hmm. It's just the people rising up and peacefully taking to the streets and objecting and so on and so forth, right? The a, a coup is when the military or some armed security Correct. force has to step in and force it, which means that the, mean, you know, that the color revolutionary Correct. tactics were insufficient. I mm-hmm. think we're still in color, color revolution, revolution phase we are. now, right? And it's unclear whether the military or other armed uh, uh, agencies of the federal government would go along with a coup attempt. One encouraging data point is that when all of this stuff was being talked about, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs came out and said that the military will play, quote, no role, unquote, in the November election. I hope he sticks to that, and I hope all of the officers under his command, uh, uh, or at least uh, under him in the chain of command, um, follow that. It, we don't know. Right now, though, uh, it looks like the, the, the hope is, you know, get to November. Um, maybe Trump looks like he's winning on election night, but then say, no, 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 we have to wait for all these mail-in ballots. It's going to be a week or a month or however long, but we guarantee Biden's going to win. Fill the streets, shut down the country, unleash the lawyers, tie up any unfavorable that is unfavorable to Democrats, uh, state result in the courts and litigate, 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 all the while dragging this out and making uh, hopefully, they think, and also using their dominant control of the media and social media to blare the message that Trump lost. He's illegitimate. It's time for him to go. And I also expect that um, uh, sometime on the night of November 3rd, after the, or, or, or as soon as the media narrative becomes Trump lost, uh, Twitter, Facebook, and everybody will shut down the president's social media accounts and say, he's, he's illegitimate. He's trying to stay in illegitimately. Therefore, we're justified in doing this. And I don't know at that point how the president continues to communicate with the American people and with his core supporters. But it's something that I hope he and his top aides are thinking about right now. I have to tell you, um, I mean, I have I have war game this war game this. I didn't even think about shutting down the president, but I think you're exactly right. And uh, then the next thing they have to do is shut down people like us uh, who can speak out uh, against it. Well, I, I mean, in a way, this this has been the plan for a long time. If you go, you know, you go back far enough and you do research into this kind of stuff, as I as I do, or in some cases forced to do to read things I otherwise wouldn't want to read, you can find um, philosophers and prominent intellectuals on the left as as, as, as 
50 years ago, 60 years ago, saying that there shouldn't be any protections for authoritarian or right wing speech. Mm-hmm. Right. And now that was considered a fringe idea. <laughs> you know, let these guys in the ivory tower say what they want. But we're the United States of America and we have freedom and all that. It takes a while for these radical ideas to work their way into the mainstream and become policy. But but they tend to get the last laugh. We yes. laugh when these things are proposed. And then we're stunned to find a couple of decades or longer later that they're being taken seriously and even enacted. And so now it's a very mainstream opinion on the left that there has to be speech regulations. I can remember being in college in the late 80s and early 90s when the campuses were talking about speech codes, and they were roundly uh, smacked by intellectuals and in some cases even court challenges for violating the First Amendment. Now, these things are completely mainstream ideas on the left, mm-hmm. and I think when the left has power, in when and if they, re- they gain total power, they will enact them. And it's something to be very, very worried about. I want to I want to break for uh, just a minute and I want to come back and I want to I want to talk to you about uh, the the Democratic or I should say the left organizations that have gotten together over the summer and actually leaked this to the press. A meeting uh, uh, of, of some of the it's they say it's the largest collection of the left ever and they were gaming out the outcomes of the 2020 election. John Podesta was there. Uh, uh, the uh, uh, White House for Bill Clinton chief of staff. This was funded by George Soros. And it's really terrifying what they are saying. And I, I want to go over that with you here in just a second. Give me 60 seconds and we're back. Don't forget this special airs tonight. You don't want to miss it. I'm telling you. We only have a few weeks to prepare. They have prepared. You have to not only know it, but on tomorrow's program, we are going to be talking about, so what do you do? But please, please tell a friend, watch this, invite your neighbors over, whatever you have to do. Anyone like-minded needs to be watching this tonight, 9 p.m., Eastern. Uh, we continue our conversation here in uh, just a second. First, let me tell you about Simply Safe. Home security is now more important than ever, than ever. All around the com- uh, country, people are destroying property, burning our cities down, and it's going to get a lot worse before it gets better. There's a certain mindset that comes with rioting and looting. It's the mindset shared by the guy casing your house and thinking, well, when you're not around, I mean, if you can't protect your stuff, I can take whatever I want. The world owes me. That mindset's not going away. Simply Safe will make it easy and affordable to have the best home security on the market. State of the art equipment, around the clock monitoring makes Simply Safe the first name in the business. Not only will they get police there the fastest, if there is not police, if they don't show up, you're going to be alerted immediately and you'll know what's happening in your own home so you can get to safety or prepare yourself. Uh, to make sure nobody is uh, threatening your family. 50 cents a day for monitoring. It's a no-brainer. Head to simplysafebeck.com. Get a free HD security camera. That's simplysafebeck.com. Make sure you let them know that we sent you. It's simplysafebeck.com. 10-second station ID. Former national security official in the Trump administration, uh, author of The Stakes, a new book that is out, a senior fellow of the Claremont Institute, Michael Anton, is here talking about the coming coup, uh, or as I would say, the, the, the revolution that is 
is so well organized. So talk to me about this big meeting, where they got the money, who was there and what they did. It's not entirely clear where they got the money, although there are reasons to believe that at least some of it came from uh, Soros. And certainly one of Soros's leading lieutenants was one of the leaders of this um, operation, which they kind of Orwellianly call the Transition Integrity Project, when the whole point of it is the precise opposite, to undermine the, the integrity of the transition. Correct. Correct. They were there essentially to find ways to ensure that Joe Biden becomes president, whether electorally or by other means, in January of 2021, and to think through ways of uh, conceiving the propaganda message, basically to lie to the American people about what happened and how it happened. Now, of course, one of the scenarios they gamed out is a legitimate Joe Biden victory, which, you know, for all any of us knows, could happen. But it's clear that they're not putting all their eggs in that basket. They want him to be president, whatever the outcome, electorally. And so the purpose of this meeting was to figure out a way to make that happen, and then a way to make to tell the American people that it all happened legitimately, and, and whatever you might have seen with your lying eyes, Donald Trump lost, and, and this is the right thing to do. And if, you know, for instance, if Trump has said, he's been asked, are you just immediately going to accept the results? And he says, I don't know. We'll see. And everyone screams and hollers and says, that shows that he wants to stay past his elected term. No, all he's saying is, I'm not going to immediately accept the results if I see evidence of fraud or if there's some irregularities. I'm going to want to know what happened. And, you know, we'll see. Al Gore didn't immediately accept. Actually, he did. He accepted the, he conceded Florida in 2000, and then he retracted his concession. Correct. And he tried to litigate that recount. Nobody criticizes Al Gore for not accepting the result, right? That's all the president said. I have every confidence that if the president legitimately loses in He'd a way leave. that's not challengeable, he will leave. He'd leave. Hillary Clinton declared that Joe Biden should not concede the election under any circumstances. Yes, easily the most chilling statement Correct. Uh, so far from uh, this horrible year of 2020. Correct. And there's a lot, it has a lot of competition. I still think that one wins under any circumstances. So I think the idea is to, at a minimum, you know, if, if, there's, a, if there's a Biden blood and it's obvious, then mission accomplished as far as they're concerned. If not, they want to create a circumstance of chaos and ambiguity where they can say, we won. We won. We won. You know, it doesn't matter that this result is disputed or that this is still being countered or whatever. We know we won the same way. Stacey Abrams, you know, this is a harbinger for the future. She still goes around saying I'm the legitimate governor of Georgia. She lost that race by 50,000 votes. That's not close. Florida in 20 in 2000 was 500 votes. So we're talking two orders of magnitude greater of a loss. And she still says she's the governor of Georgia. And everywhere she goes, leading Democrats from I don't know if Joe Biden has said it, but Kamala Harris, his VP nominee, has said, oh, Stacey Abrams is the legitimate governor of Georgia. Mm -hmm. They're trying to undermine and really destroy confidence in the electoral system so that no matter what the outcome, they'll say that they, if they lose, they say they won because of voter suppression or something if they win it's a win heads they win tails we lose and that's, we were we were told plan. crazy when and and i never believed this about president obama i thought if he lost he would go away um but there were those that he's never going to leave office he will he'll do a third term he won't leave no he's no he's not but yeah. we were called all kinds of names but over the summer two former army officers prominent democratic aligned national security think tank kind of people wrote an open letter to the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, which said what? It said, uh, be prepared to use 
I, I think they named a unit, the 80, the 82nd Airborne. Airborne Division, yeah. uh, to re- to forcibly remove the president in January. Now. I, I'm somewhat heartened that they got some pushback. They did get uh, a few a few military people saying, why are you, you know, you shouldn't talk like this. I'm also, this is all private, but I'm also somewhat heartened that people have come to me, people who are not necessarily Trump partisans or strong Republicans or conservatives, some of whom fairly apolitical military types and, and, and others, you know, liberal academics, and have said, that's really disturbing, right? So I think that that, that statement may have, you know, gone too far, or at least been rhetorically unhelpful to their cause. Uh, at least that's what I'm hoping, and anecdotally, that's what I understand. But it, it certainly does explain the mindset. I mean, we've come to a point where democracy has been redefined. It no longer means a vote of the people and, and, and a majority rules or a majority decision. Democracy means a certain set of liberal outcomes, however they're achieved. If they're achieved by a democratic vote, mm-hmm. that's good. If, they're, if the democratic vote goes the other way, then democracy, in quotes, is achieved through the courts, or it's achieved through regulation, or it's achieved through some other means. We get to the point where, you know, Michael McFaul, a, a former amb- a U.S. ambassador in Democratic administrations, says um, he was disparaging the, the, the term color revolution and called it, uh, well, I forgot exactly, but he said something like, you know, call it democratic action. So in other words, when people take to the streets, shut down a country and, high, and high-ranking institutions, plus with foreign interference, oust a democratically elected leader, according to McFaul, that's, quote, democracy, unquote, because the outcome was correct, not because of any any legitimacy to the process. There was a really frightening report that was uh, leaked uh, to identify key influencers in the media and among local activists who can affect political perceptions and mobilize political action that could establish the pre-commitments to playing a constructive role in the event of a contested election. In other words, find those people right now that will scream from the rooftops, uh, Trump lost, Trump lost, Trump lost. This is a great article you need to read. It's by Michael Anton, author of The Stakes, a great book that you should read. Uh, This is In the American Mind, The Coming Coup. It's the Glenn Beck Program. Thanks, Michael. And uh, don't miss uh, tonight's episode. There's a lot of homework for you to do, uh, but we will try to have it make sense to you tonight. We'll give you the first just underpinnings of all of it. All right. If you're one of those people who work, you know, look forward to, uh, you know, getting out and, you know, soaking up the sun Okay, well, you can get burned by the sun. That's why you take protection. Same thing if you are online every single day. You need protection. Otherwise, you're going to get burned. Now, this protection is a toolbox. It's called Norton 360. And with Norton 360, you're going to get real-time protection against the existing and emerging cyber threats, a VPN that uses bank-grade encryption to keep your information private, a password manager, and a whole lot more. Be safer surfing the web because you're about to get burned. It's bad. A VPN is the most important thing you can start with. No one can prevent all cybercrime at Norton 360. Powerful ally. Get up to 50% off your first year with the annual subscription at Norton.com slash Beck. That's Norton.com slash Beck. Really love it if you would check out my show, Pat Gray Unleashed, every weekday, 7 to 9 Eastern, or you can listen to it anytime, wherever you get your podcasts.
a lot of this is all hinging on the election and these mail-in ballots. There is a huge difference between a absentee ballot and a mail-in ballot. A mail-in ballot is when the city just sends them out or the state just sends them out to everybody. This is going to be happening in red states. Oh, sorry, blue states. It's not happening in red states. Um, and that's where we're going to have the trouble, in the swing states. <sighs> if they can show that, um, that these ballots somehow or another just didn't show up in time but they need to be counted they will start counting those ballots and you're going to have a situation with massachusetts right now the fourth congressional primary the franklin town clerk had to resign because um well they they just they found a bunch of ballots after the election and um they were in a closet or i don't know where they were but uh they they just they they never made it to the count and so uh, she resigned and, uh, you know, the city made it very clear. She had nothing to do. I mean, it was just a, it was a whoops. And uh, and it's all going to be fine for November. We have this happening in several states. So here's what you have. You have a Republican president running for reelection. Now, I want you to listen to this carefully. You have a Republican president running for reelection, a president who is constantly under attack in his first term, a ton of criticism from his political enemies some of them in his own party. And the reason why they're criticizing him is they don't like him. He wasn't prepared. Uh, and especially now after a national crisis, he hasn't handled that well. A deeply divided nation. We have racial strife, rioting in several cities. Democrats beside themselves with rage at the prospect of reelecting a man who is so dangerous to the country. The political pundits were all saying that, you know, the president's going to lose to his challenger. They started then a heavy push for mail-in voting. Now, I'm talking, of course, about the U.S. presidential election of 1864. Not today. 1864. It was Abraham Lincoln versus the Democratic candidate, George McClellan, whom... Lincoln had fired two years before because he wasn't just, he wasn't fired. Looks like you're not trying to win. Now imagine it's a couple of months before the election and the governor of the great state of New York, the democratic governor, uh, Horatio Seymour asks you to be an election monitor. And you say, no, um, you know, you don't say no in 64 because he's also the, the chair of the Democratic National Convention. So, you know, you got to you got to do the job. So Seymour tells this well-respected merchant from upstate New York. His name is Orville Wood. Hey, you know, we've got a lot of New York Union soldiers down there in Maryland, and some of them are from your own hometown unit. And they're working on their absentee ballots for the presidential election. I need you to go down there and check up on them. You know, make sure they're getting everything filled out okay. Wink, 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 wink. Well, Orville didn't know if the governor had something in his eye. He wasn't sure what the wink was all about. But he got on the train and he went to Baltimore. And on the trip down there, he's probably thinking to himself, the governor knows I'm a Lincoln supporter, right? Because I'm not planning to twist any arm to, you know, get anybody to vote Democrat if that's what he has to has in mind. Absentee ballot. It was a recent issue passed by more most northern states because men were fighting in the war and they needed a way for soldiers to vote away from home. 
So remember, stakes are huge. Going to be a close election. Lincoln was running on continuing the war until the Confederacy was defeated and slavery was abolished by the Constitution. He only had abolished it in the South, in the Confederacy, because they said they were no longer part of the United States. And so they had given up their their rights to the Constitution. And he said, OK, fine. Emancipation Proclamation. You, you any any slave, any slave uh, in the South is free right now. Any state that's in rebellion, they're free. And we work and now fight to change the Constitution for all slaves. So Orville Wood gets to Baltimore. He finds new soldiers from New York filling out their absentee ballots. Each soldier who had voted absentee had to get three additional signatures on the ballot. One from the person authorized to submit the ballot. One from a witness and one from a fellow officer. Well, that way it's all safe, right? I mean, how can you argue with that? But as Wood comes in and starts talking to the soldiers, he starts hearing about some checker playing, is what they called it, with the ballots. So he goes to see Moses Ferry. He's the guy in charge of collecting all the New York military personnel ballots. And Moses Ferry had been appointed again by Governor Seymour. And he's a big supporter of George McClellan. So Wood decides... He's going to pretend to be a McClellan supporter as well, because maybe he'll get more information. Well, soon, Ferry got Wood to help him out forging signatures on the ballots. With every ballot requiring four different signatures, Ferry needed as many hands as he could get. At one point, he bragged to Wood that among the New York's 91st Regiment, he had already tampered with 400 ballots for McClellan and only 11 for Abraham Lincoln. So he kept this this forging charade up long enough to see where the paper trail led led. And the next stop for the talent, uh, the uh, tainted ballots was a Democrat based in Washington named Edward Donahue. When Donahue came to Baltimore, Wood met with him, learned that there were other 20 other co-conspirators helping forge all of the ballots. He even witnessed an assembly line of Donahue's men in the Baltimore office passing around blank ballots and signing them with the names of enlisted soldiers, including some that were wounded, some that were dead. The, in the office, he found that there were 400 names of sick and wounded New York soldiers staying in Baltimore hospitals. Dead or alive, this is what Wood testified that Sari said, dead or alive, they all have to cast a good vote. So when the election came, a team of New York Democrats shipped these crates of these fake ballots back to New York. But along with those crates came wood and all of the evidence that he had collected. And he brought it to the New York authorities, which led to arrests, military court hearings. Moses Ferry folded like a cheap lawn chair, confessed everything. Ferry and Donahue went to prison. And Lincoln went on to defeat McClellan, winning 22 states to McClellan's three. Lincoln received 78% of the military vote. This is the last time this kind of stuff happened at this kind of scale. It is the, it is the 64 mail-in conspiracy for voting was the most elaborate election fraud in American history, I think, until right now. They are already setting up that you won't be able to believe what happens on election night. 
Well, there are no red states that are doing mail-in ballots. It doesn't matter if you can't count all the ballots in California. Donald Trump is not counting California. It will only be those states where it is up in the air and they have mail-in ballots. Make no mistake, they are going to claim that Donald Trump did not win. And, you know, our guest just said something that I hadn't even thought of. That if Donald Trump goes on and says, I won, he will have his Twitter account and Facebook and everything else taken away from him because they'll say that's fake. We don't know that to be true. And he has too much power. And they will take it away. And I'm telling you now that it won't be long after that they ban people uh, like me and Ben Shapiro and Tucker Carlson and anybody else, we will not be able to tell you these things on any social media. They will silence our voices. And if they get away with it, you will see people in the media that are just gone. We are, what, six weeks away? This is truly the last call only god can save us we need to pray like we've never prayed before for a miracle but i don't know how to get people to listen i don't know how to get people to understand i don't know how to get people to think the insane because this is insane but we have all of the evidence we'll show you exactly what the plan is and how it works we'll show it to you tonight i want you to do your own homework i want you to look for the original sources you know there's a story today about bill gates saying you can't trust the fda if they come out with a with a cure for the for the virus you can't wait a minute you just last spring were saying that you would ensure that it got out to everyone now you're saying if it comes out in November, you can't trust it because of the FDA? What? This is not because he's going to make money on vaccines. It's because Event 201 laid out the end game. And the end game, along with the World Economic Forum, is the Great Reset. It is an entirely different world with a different set of rules, and the Constitution does not play a role in that. You can't have, you can't have uh, a vaccine. You can't, because you need to keep people in masks and compliant for the next two years. You need to collapse the economy entirely. You need the country to be on fire. So people are so afraid all around the world that when the World Economic Forum or the United Nations or whoever else says, I will bring order, we will be relieved. It's another big part of what Bill Gates said yesterday, because he said in the very best scenario, we're not getting back to normal for two years till 2022. Best case scenario. That means we're shut down for, what, two and a half years mm-hmm. at best? Yeah, the, the economy would be in shambles. By and then. it's not normal. There will be no new. It will be a new normal. There will be no returning to normal. 
And if you want to see that, you can go get brush up on on all of this. Just look for the special we did on Event 201. We did it, uh, I don't know, two months ago, uh, where we showed you in video with videotape exactly what they are plotting and planning because of COVID. Then you can watch us talk about in another episode on the Great Reset. We can show you what happened with the economic form, the World Economic Forum, and what they are planning. Then we'll show you tonight what's happening in our own country and how all of this, all of this is connected. And they're talking about it openly. And we'll show it to you beginning tonight. Don't miss tonight's show. Zip Recruiter. Oh, man. If you stare longingly out of your office window long enough, you can almost see the golf course, can't you? I'm sure it's been closed for months inexplicably because the, you know, owners feared that someone might catch COVID from somebody else hundreds of yards away. But anyway, miracle of miracles, it's open again. And you could leave work early and go play a few rounds, Ah, except that yesterday Bob came into work with a live woodchuck stuffed into his shirt. And for obvious reasons, ah, Bob had to go. So here's the thing. You need ZipRecruiter to help you find another Bob, you know, without the woodchuck. Especially bad when you realize if you had just been using ZipRecruiter, you probably would be done by now because you'd be playing golf because you wouldn't have hired Bob in the first place. Four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. See for yourself how ZipRecruiter makes it easy to hire and faster. Try it now for free. Free at ZipRecruiter.com slash back. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash back. Go there now. It's the best way to hire. It's the easiest way to hire. It's ZipRecruiter.com slash back. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello and uh, welcome, America. We have uh, Candace Owens going to be joining us uh, next next hour. She's the founder of Blexit. She's the author of Blackout, uh, how black America can make its second escape hmm. from the Democratic plantation. She is she's <laughs> to do that. she is in the culture war like crazy. That big mm-hmm. uh, uh, war with her and Cardi B, which I think she won pretty handily. <laughs> I mean, but it's, you know, it's like debating a fork. Um, uh, and then I think the, the very next day after that was all over, I think, uh, uh, Kanye tweeted out a picture of her book and was like, Hey, thanks, Candace. Can't wait to read it. I mean, Mm. she's deep in the culture war and has an idea of what is coming, uh, in the black community. I'm really excited to talk about, uh, the world and, and how it is today. Uh, and if, if black Americans are waking up, I mean, if you watch the news, these these cities are burning down and they're all the black areas and it's all being done by white people. It's all being done. white mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about uh, uh, the election and what she sees coming. And we'll talk to her also about the 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 coming revolution uh, and get her opinions on uh, on some of that. Hey, I want to thank you uh, so much for the delightful evening I had with my wife. Oh, for sharing the good oh, news yesterday that you got uh, FDR's uh, wheelchair. wheelchair. Yeah, yeah you're, you're welcome. Yeah, thank you're you. You're welcome. 
I was happy to do that for you. Yeah, thank you very much. Well, it was nice. <laughs> was she really excited when you when you got home to oh, congratulate you with a big kiss? Oh, she was beside herself. Yeah, uh-huh. She I was bet. beside herself. I uh, bet. And I want to thank uh, all the people that were on her social media and my social media, uh, friends and foe alike, that were asking which room uh, the FDR wheelchair will be displayed in of the house uh she enjoyed she, we, oh we just laughed all i bet night. you did oh especially Tanya. Yeah, yeah she she probably got even she, more fun out of it than she you did. thinks that's hysterical <laughs> yeah that's that, that good that's yeah. good i'm glad yeah. i could help okay thank you Pat. no i feel really good and about i noticed that, that the cookies didn't show up no uh, not yet uh, not yet what no. are you what are you waiting for uh, well, I'm waiting for the chair because she wanted him to be delivered with a chair, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Candace Owens is joining us next. Hello, America. It's Wednesday. Tonight, probably the most important special I've ever done. We're six weeks away from the beginning of what I believe is civil war. And America could be lights out by the end of 2020. If you don't know what's going on, if you don't know what to look for, if you are being played, it's very important that you watch tonight, listen tomorrow, and the next few weeks as we prepare you for what is coming your way. And uh, we just had an expert on about it last hour. Uh, and we're going to be covering it a lot. But tonight, please gather your friends and your family together and watch this special. This is it. And we're six weeks away. Now, Candace Owens is joining us. She's going to talk a little bit about, uh, you know, what's happening with the black vote, what is happening in the cities with BLM. Is there a shift coming at all? And uh, to kind of paraphrase the book, are the... Is there an exodus off of the second Democratic plantation? Is that happening or not? We'll come to Candace Owens live in 60 seconds. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So murders are up all over the country. Uh, I just saw, what was it? Uh, murder is up 150% from the over the last three years. Just we're not even done with this year yet. Well, cybercrime is also up 300% since the start of the pandemic. And that's because students and families were all were sitting there online all day. We're using Zoom and everything else. Hackers uh, every day get more sophisticated uh, on what they can take advantage of. And through them, they're pawning the information like emails and passwords. They are going out and they're selling it on the dark web. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting you every day. We put our information out and it's on risk. It is there on online, and there are people that are sweeping it up. Cyber criminals keep finding new ways to steal identity and critical information, and you're you're probably going to miss certain identity threats if all you're doing is monitoring your credit. Fortunately, LifeLock is there to protect you, and right now they are going to give you some information for free. You can find out if your information is out on the dark web. Nobody can prevent all identity theft, monitor all transactions at all businesses, but 
this is a chance for you to see if you've already been violated and it's already out on the dark web. You can get a free dark web scan at lifelock.com slash scan lifelock.com slash scan. Then you can pick the plan that's right for you and save up to 25% off your first year with the promo code back. It's a free scan. All you have to do is go to lifelock.com slash scan. You'll save 25% off if you use the promo code back. Candace Owens, one of the most powerful people, I think, in America today. And I don't mean power like she's gathering it. I mean powerful. Powerful in the way she cuts through the bullcrap. Powerful in communication. Powerful in her presence in culture. Uh, She is truly making a difference. Welcome to the program, Candace Owens. It's so great to be back. Yeah. How are you? I'm doing well. I, I have no complaints. You know, I'm just feeling more optimistic every single day and I'm having one of those really one of those really annoying pregnant people who's having the best pregnancy ever yeah. and just I have so much more energy I'm up at 6 a.m. so I've got that going on too so uh, you're what six months pregnant yeah six months pregnant and have not had a single symptom other than pure elation every single day wow. when I wake up <laughs> well wow, there's a lot of women who are listening right now who hate you I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. Um, All right, you've got a new book out, and I want to talk about that uh, coming up in a minute. I I just want to, first of all, uh, get your your thoughts on a couple of things that are going on, and and they all actually relate to the book. But um, I I want to talk to you about, uh, first of all, the Cardi B thing. I mean, that was fantastic. It was just fantastic to watch. Um, And it it started with uh, Ben Shapiro. Um, and, and he did a monologue on, uh, WAP, uh, wet ass P word, uh, which is Cardi B's uh, song, uh, which is so classy, so classy. Um, and you talked about it with, uh, Ben and then all of a sudden, uh, you know, cause you said she was an illiterate rapper. Uh, she went off on you. Tell me the story. She did. You know, uh, me and Ben are guilty of perhaps telling the truth, which is what conservatives tend to get in trouble about. Mm-hmm. Um, there's an entire chapter in my book talking about black culture and the accountability that we have in terms of the things that we perpetuate within our own culture. Right. So we are surprised that our neighborhoods are ridden with gangs, that the crime rates are high. It's not fair that black men are being arrested. Um, and I sort of take people through just the last 40 years of black music or 50 years of black music, how we went from the temptations to Cardi B singing about her female genitalia and encouraging other women uh, to, you know, use their female genitalia in certain ways. And that's the number one song in the country right now. Um, And so I I talk about how black culture has disintegrated over time. And Cardi B, this song is actually exactly what I'm talking about. And to think that this is the number one song, her singing about her female genitalia and Joe Biden after not giving virtually any interviews all year decides to come up for air and sit down and honor her with an interview in which she could not have been more ignorant. She could not have been more illiterate and she could not have been more ridiculous. So also we're seeing culture is being manipulated. It's being used uh, to seize black Americans to the Democrat party. I mean, you, you tweeted Malcolm X warned us years ago about puppetry of interviews like Cardi B and Joe Biden. Uh, He spoke out against the white liberal game of using entertainers as pawns. Explain that. Right. 
Right. That's exactly true. So, I mean, think about just the last 48 hours. Okay. So Joe Biden hits the stage and he's trying to get the Hispanic vote. And so he plays Despacito, a song that's very popular. Because I guess if you're Spanish, you like the song Despacito, Glenn. Um, and that means you have to vote for Biden. Same with yeah, well, that's why you... Here's Cardi B, you know, and that means you have to vote for Biden. Mm-hmm. And yet, why isn't that done in the white community? Why, why doesn't why isn't Joe Biden um, sitting down with Steven Tyler or the Kiss Band and talking about white issues? This has always been like a tool for manipulation when it comes to minorities. And it's sickening because it's virtually them. It's the bigotry of low expectations. We don't care about your problems. We don't care about your issues. You're not smart enough to understand the complexity behind your issues. So here's your favorite entertainer. Well, I will tell you, uh, they don't play any German polka. Uh, and that's why I have a hard time going out voting for any of them, because I'm just not hearing that German polka and it's pissing me off. Uh, who's pandering to me? You know what I'm saying? Uh, so. So, Candace, um, you're watching what's happening. And I can't. First of all, I can't imagine being an African-American living in some of these cities where the riots are going on and seeing these white punk ass kids uh, using me. And burning my neighborhood down. Is this going well with the African-American community, Black Lives Matter and, and these riots? It's not. And and this is what always happens. You can always rely on the left to overplay their own hand. Right. So in the beginning, people were apprehensive. I think starting with the George Floyd protest, they're like, oh, is there police brutality? Are black men being targeted? But then as time went on, it just got more and more ridiculous. Now it's like uh, we don't want unarmed black men being harmed by police, too. OK, even if they're armed and shooting a, a taser at the police officer, the person still needs to be left alone um, and it needs to be a peaceful seizure. OK, even if he's carrying a knife and threatening to kill a police officer, you know, the assailant needs to be left alone. So you're starting to see more and more, which has nothing to do with equality. Actually, it's the exact opposite. What they're demanding is entitlement. And the entitlement has nothing to do with black people at all. You know, we're just their favorite oppressed horse to bet on. They love saying black America's oppressed. But this is the same group that's behind Antifa. They're just changing their t-shirts, right? Mm-hmm. They're like, okay, uh, we're going to pretend we're Black Lives Matter today. These are the same gross, greasy, uh, from their basement, Antifa thugs that we see and their purpose is simply to undo America, to undo the fabric of America, to go out, to riot, to loot, to destroy, and and to really, uh, their end game is to overthrow. They want to overthrow the government. They want to be in power. They want a socialist America. Um, And that's what we're fighting every single day. So is the black community, I'm going to ask you about everybody else, is the black community, is this printing on them? Are they getting it? Are you seeing any signs that that people are like, wait a minute, this is you know, we're being played like we've never been played before? Let's see. At some point, the blaze, you're going to have to go back and get your tapes. Glenn, I remember sitting on that couch next to you and I said 20 points in 2020. You asked me to give you a number. And I said 20 points in 2020. And now the polls are showing that because black Americans are waking up because whose neighborhoods harm when you riot and you burn and you loot and you steal? Uh, who, who's hurting at the end of the day when you're saying defund the police initiatives? Who can, whose communities are going up 200 percent in inner cities uh, in regards to shootings in general? The black community. We're 
we're the ones that hurt when these celebrities who live behind gated communities and have their own personal security guards say defund the police officers, defund the the public institutions that are protecting black America. And so, you know, the left has overplayed their hand. Black America is waking up. I've even seen instances in which uh, in Chicago, Black Lives Matter, which consists of a bunch of white people, is being chased out of black neighborhoods saying, you don't show up when our black children are shot and killed. Don't show up because it fits your political narrative. So there is an awakening going on. um, And I can't tell you how many of Cardi's fans I poached um, from this public, you know, spectacle with her because the people don't don't want to be ignorant. They're just being force fed so much BS from the media and so much, uh, you know, racialized, racialized foolishness. Uh, But things are changing. And and, and it's great that Blexit gets to be at the forefront of this. The other thing is, um, uh, well, first, let me just ask you the same question about the the rest of the nation. You feel the same way about, you know, white people and, and basically Democrats. I mean, I oh, I know Democrats, yeah. I, you know, and I like Democrats. Uh, you know, I don't like I don't like Marxists. I don't like revolutionaries. I I don't relate to people who are communists, et cetera, et cetera. But people who just disagree on, you know, taxing and spending. Okay, I can, you know, we're fine with each other. We can, we can, you know, hash that out. But this is different. We have Joe Biden now saying, this is two days in a row where it is the Harris-Biden ticket. He doesn't have control of his faculties. It, 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 he is saying things that are in, he was talking on Monday about weather stripping, that we did all this weather stripping and weatherizing of houses under Obama. And that was just the beginning. Here's what's coming. It's crazy what they're doing. Are, are the good Democrats also waking up? Yeah, the moderate Democrats, because their party, you know, has been under duress. The socialists, the far left people. And I credit Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. People are so mean about her. We owe everything to Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. I mean, because she was the first one who had the courage to actually just say what they were after. You don't like America. This is anti-American. So we've seen on the left, there's been a, a civil war between the far left socialists and the more moderate Dems. The moderate Dems have more in common with the conservatives these days. And I'll tell you one thing. I laughed and cheered the day that I first saw them actually start to say defund the police. Do you think that's going to bode well with your suburban white voters? I mean, are you kidding me? Who calls the police more than a suburban white mother? I mean, someone stepped on my lawn. The music, the music is, the music is too loud downstairs. And now you're going to threaten, you know, they they want to be able to raise their kids in a safe neighborhood, as does every single American. And and so the idea that you're going to tell them that defunding the police is going to be a good idea and their children are going to be safe you're not going to get anybody with any sensibilities, anybody with a modicum of intelligence to stand behind this movement. They've gone too radically left, and that's the truth. So what we're really going to think and out at the outset of this election, when we look at this exit polling, I think we're going to actually see, as crazy as it sounds, Glenn, a more united America. Because right now the dichotomy exists in this. You either want America to burn or you don't. It's that simple. It is it is so clear to me, but I I just I wonder if it's clear uh, to Americans because we're not seeing even the same news. Uh, you know, you, you go to news feed for me and it's going to be all one way. You go to the news feed for somebody else who votes the other way. Uh, it's going to go the other way. Uh, and it is, I mean, you know, I don't know if you saw the, um, the special on, uh, Netflix, it was called the, uh, social dilemma, but it, it shows the people who designed that system 
know that they are are dividing the country into extremes just because of what we see in the newsfeed. And we don't even speak a same language anymore because, uh, you know, the left just doesn't see what we see, literally doesn't see what we see. Right. And, and that's and that's exactly why I take the opportunity when I can um, to have moments culturally. I think that's the most important thing you can do, um, because what the left sees is really dominated by culture. It's the LeBron James, just the Cardi B's going out and saying this is reality. And that changes when someone like me is able to to, you know, poke a hole in that matrix. And it's why the cultural battle to me has always been more important than the political battle, um, because I know mm-hmm. that that's where you can change the most hearts and the most minds. And Andrew Breitbart had to correct when he said politics is downstream from culture. I'm playing upstream, and I think we're starting to see to see the results downstream uh, for the first time. So I'm tremendously optimistic about the direction in which we're treading. Candace Owens, founder of Blexit, author of the new book, Blackout, How uh, Black America Can Make Its Second Escape from the Democratic uh, Plantation. We're going to take a one minute break and be back with Candace and more. First, let me tell you about our uh, sponsor this half hour. If you're shaving, you could you should stop shaving the way you've always shaved. Um, Shave secret is the way to go. Um, It is, you know, if you are if you are somebody who hates to shave, I hate to shave. You hate to shave and you have shave rash and everything else and maybe ingrown hairs afterwards. Shave secret is something that is for uh, men and women you can throw out all the shaving products and you know you don't need the lawnmower with 12 different blades you don't need any of that what you need is this essential blend of of oils these these essential oils that you rub into your skin it's a small little bottle because you i mean you don't use very much you use three to five drops on your wet palm and then you put it in on your face or you rub it into your legs and it is the smoothest shave and you smell great as well when you're done your skin is going to feel soft and smooth and you're going to smell amazing as well it's shave secret it's available regionally at heb wegmans walmart and amazon or you can go to shavesecret.com use the promo code back get 10 percent discount right now it's shavesecret.com 10 seconds station id we are with candace owens and candace i'm doing a special tonight on how i believe we are being set up for a civil war that will be attempted to actually start as a hot civil war around uh, November and the elections. First of all, do you see that as a possibility? 100%. The left is already preparing for that. If you're okay. following their rhetoric about what's going to happen with the contested election, uh, they're saying Trump's going <laughs> to, I mean, I love this. This is just, they're saying it's going to be a red mirage. Trump's going to win in a landslide, Glenn, um, on, on the night of the election, but then they're going to go and count the mail-in ballots and really, Joe Biden's going to be the one who won. Joe Biden, who can't sell out an auditorium, a cafeteria, right? He's, he's really the one who's going to win once they're able to count their mail-in ballots. Um, and uh, they're going to need days to be able to count it. And uh, But it's, it's, it's going to be true. Biden's going to be the real winner. Um, and Trump's going to then not want to leave office, meaning they know they're losing. They know they're losing grip with America, and they're going to rig this by any means necessary. It's been their plan since they announced coronavirus. None of this has made any sense. Protest is okay. Can't go to work. Crash 
crash the economy. I mean, I have been calling this out since February. I said, literally, I tweeted, this is all going to be about mail-in balloting in November. Yeah. I, I mean, and, and everyone thought I was crazy. They, they really thought this was the next plague, right? And, and what's happening? This is all coming down to mail-in ballots. Uh, and it's it's really just a, a ruse, as I'll pull, point out tonight. Um, it's not happening. The mail-in ballots not happening in the red states. It's happening in the blue states. Uh, and it is just an argument to get you to doubt it for a second and to shut down people like you, people like me. I mean, if we are on election night saying that Donald Trump has a clear victory, Facebook, YouTube, everybody will will ban us or 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 at least stifle all of those things because they will say the election is not done being counted and so there won't be any opposing voice uh we were just talking about this uh, last hour about how youtube and facebook and twitter they will all shut down president obama's or president trump's accounts uh, after election night if he says i won he did. Yeah, 100 percent. You can see it, it's they are planning for this. You're seeing Mark Zuckerberg come ahead saying we need to plan people to to wait and see what's actually going to happen. We're going to do our part. I mean, this has just been the plan since the beginning. I've seen this. It was so just so obvious since February. And and now you're seeing coronavirus numbers are going down, 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 down. And yet they're they're getting stricter and stricter on new policies and talking about why there must be mail and voting and, and all of this stuff. It makes no sense. It just makes absolutely no sense. They're using fear as a mechanism to get what they want uh, because they know the instability behind mail-in voting. They know it's unreliable. Um, People that are getting their ballots are already saying there's complications and things are wrong. Um, And, you know, they can't even get it right in states like Florida, you know, and and, and they're thinking they're going to be able to do this in in, in every state on a national scale uh, just ahead of the election. Absolutely not. But this is the only chance they have. They have a senile candidate, um, an unlikable vice president. Um, They can, like I said, cannot sell out a room and they're going to hide them and pretend that they're somehow close in the polls by keeping them in their basements and saying this is for safety while Trump's selling out and, and you know, and, and touring and, and doing all of his rallies. And clearly he's got America behind him. I mean, Joe Biden got off a plane the other day. I really everybody listening, go find the clip. He gets off a plane. And he's waving and there's no one there. I know. <laughs> waving and pointing. <laughs> it's like nobody. <laughs> Joe, nobody is there. Who are you pointing to? Uh, I saw a bird. I mean, what are you doing? All right. Back with more from Candace Owens next. This is the Glenn Beck program. Mark lives in Washington where he is hopefully avoiding both the uh, the Rona and the rioting. Uh, but a while back, Mark severely injured his back, not once, but twice. And it gave him frequent debilitating pain in his back and he'd have numbness and pain in his uh, legs he tried all the drugs he was prescribed that made him feel sick and woozy then one day he heard about uh, relief factor through the miracle of a radio so he decided to give it a try few minutes of uh, or a few weeks after starting it mark said his pain went from unbearable to absolute minimal These days, he's getting around fine. He has Relief Factor to thank for it. It's a transition from dark to light when you come out of pain. Do it. Transition. Get your life back. Relief Factor. 70% of the people who try it go on to buy more because it works. Try their three-week quick start trial pack right now, $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com, or call 800-583-84. 800-583-84. It's relieffactor.com. 
Glenn Beck, Stephen Crowder, Dave Rubin, and me, Pat Gray, along with uh, Stuper Gear. Listen to all the conservative voices at blazetv.com, promo code Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck Program. We have Candace Owens with us, founder of Blexit, author of Blackout, new brand new book, Blackout, How Americans, Black America, Can Make Its Second Escape from the Democratic Plantation. You know, one thing I love about you, Candace, is you hate LBJ as much as I do. Uh, oh, <laughs> and I, yes. I have been saying this for years, that this guy is responsible, not for the civil rights, he is responsible for the destruction of the black family. And I haven't done enough homework to know if he did it intentionally, but I know he was a massive racist. Do you think he did it intentionally? Of course he did. He was a massive racist. I love you. Openly, openly racist. He was proud to be a racist. Yes, he was. I don't know that there was a president who dropped the N-word more in office. Yes. Um, And, and, you know, wouldn't even refer to people that he worked with that were black by their first names. Uh, He would just, you know, call them, you know, N-word boy and things of that nature. Um, And it's been covered extensively. It's right there in front of people if they want to go find the LBJ tapes. I think Simon & Schuster published them years ago. Um, and you can take a look at them and listen to him in his own words. And, and so, his, you know, so why would a guy like that do the great society that would help all black Americans? He wouldn't. Because it wasn't. It wasn't a great society. You know, it was the exact opposite. It was remove the fathers from the home, make sure these uppity blacks, as he called us, don't start thinking that they have agency and have authority. Um, and it, it was just so Machiavellian. He was a nasty, nasty man, um, you know, who we obviously didn't vote to be president, but he became president uh, because JFK was murdered. And if you look at his Senate record, this man was a part of that strong Southern block mm-hmm. for 20 years, voted against every single measure that was supposed to help black Americans gain civil rights in this country. He stopped the Civil Rights Act of 1959. He personally stood in the way. Yeah, stopped it. Stopped it. And then he had to sign a civil rights bill because when he got into office, there were mass protests and riots happening and he had to do something about it. And then right after he signed the civil rights bill, he then initiated the Great Society Act because he said, this is how I will re-enslave black people despite being forced, you know, basically with a figurative gun to his head to sign the Civil Rights Act. And yet in schools, it is being taught that he is a hero because he inked the bill and it's not given context people have no idea what his voting record was in the senate and this is how the whole mirage the democrat party being our saviors um it's really built upon this big myth that lbj I love of you. all people was the savior it's i love you ridiculous i love oh. you i love you i love you <laughs> i love you uh i mean you are like lbj like i am with woodrow wilson and and there are three presidents i hate andrew jackson evil uh woodrow wilson evil and i think lbj evil and they all had one thing in common they were all white supremacists and they did everything they could to change the entire fabric of america um Uh, by the way glenn quick question because you'll know this trip top of your head yesterday at the white house i was having so much trouble what was the name of the movie that he filmed that that he premiered at the white house woodrow wilson the kkk the second it was birth of a nation birth of a nation birth of a nation yes 
Congratulations. That, yeah. yeah, he was great, huh? <laughs> um, all right. So let, let me let me ask you this, because LBJ started the destruction of the nuclear family, uh, at least in in the uh, in the black uh, world, I think in all of it, in all of it. I mean, look at look at our marriage rates, look at our divorce rates, look at everything that's happened. It's just been disintegrated. Black Lives Matter and Tifa, the Democrats did did lbj start this and this is just the finishing off of the family yes uh this was definitely started by lbj this was a mid-1960s initiative you are correct to say that they've widened the net now but you know the original experiment was done on black america and it was because of his avowed racism now i think it's it's they've widened the net because what they're after is the destruction of society so initially lbj's focus was the destruction of black america he hated black america with with a vengeance like no other um but these democrats hate america right they hate america and they want they want to undo america because by undoing America, it gives them, the Democrats, the government, the socialists, ultimate power. Um, you know, from socialism, really, from, from these riots, from these protests, from these lootings, a dictatorship, from chaos, dictatorship arises. And it, since they're after the government being the main authority in your life, they want to remove God, no talk of faith. They want to remove the family unit. You look right on the Black Lives Matter website, it'll tell you what they're after. They want to remove the heteronormative nuclear family unit. They find it to be the design of it to be wrong, because the design of it did allows the government um, complete and utter control over individuals. When you have a strong central family unit, you uh, you know, solid individ- individuals are raised up in those family units and solid individuals that are raised up do not turn to the government for every answer and every solution. And the Democrats can't have that. So um, they are after now something that's it, it's a larger goal that started with LBJ. Yeah, I've never thought I would say this um, and and fully mean it and i'll be happy to apologize in five years or four years if i'm wrong but i can see that this would be the last constitutional election for america at least the america we know if it goes if it goes awry you're right you are correct. If Joe Biden wins, this will be the last constitutional election for America because we know what they're after. I mean, this is like Nicholas Maduro. I mean, look at Venezuela. What happened? It's the same thing. Chaos, chaos, craziness from chaos. Dictatorship arises. I mean, that's people don't understand what democratic socialism is. Democratic socialism means we are giving you the keys to vote in the eventual dictatorship that you will have. Right. Mm-hmm. It means you, you, you can vote in this stupidity. You can vote in socialism. And then once you vote it in, we can everything. And because people are not educated about worldwide issues, because people are not educated about even what goes on north or south of America, you have people that actually think that this utopian world, this utopian socialism can work, even though it's never worked in the history of the world anywhere ever. Um, And this is what we wake up every day and we fight because we have a youth that is sorely undereducated. And it's because the Democrats are replacing hard academics with this social virtue signaling rather than kids learning about engineering about mathematics, about reading, you know, rates are all down. Yep. Rather than kids becoming literate, they're learning about their feelings. They're learning about white privilege. They're learning about all of the ills of American society. I mean, we are literally fostering anti-American socialists in the school system, and we're paying for it, Glenn. I know. You and I and all of your listeners right now, we are paying for this with our taxes every single year. Well, I think we have a constitutional crisis going on right now just in the CDC. They, they went against the presidential directive of 
no more social justice or no more uh, um, what's the Marx thing? Uh, uh, crap. The uh, theory, the critical race theory, no more critical race theory uh, lessons are to happen in his administration. CDC said, oh, yeah, well, that doesn't count for us. And they scheduled a 13 week course for all of the members of the CDC. I mean, that is a constitutional crisis. You have people who were unelected, not listening. And so far as I know, not been fired. They stopped it, but they have not fired. If the president doesn't start cleaning the house, we're not going to make it. We're just not going to make it. I totally agree with you. And I mean, among other things, we need to abolish the Department of Education. Amen. There's there's so many things that are wrong and corrupt, but this is what happens when government grows, right? It is is never, government is never the solution to anything. You know, we need, this is why we believe in a limited government structure, because we know what happens. Every plague and every ill that we are facing in society today is is, is due to the growth of government. You know, where are these little Antifa backwards thugs learning this, this indoctrination from? The school systems, right? Where are they getting the programming of what to teach them? Why is your five-year-old, six-year-old learning that there's something fundamentally wrong with the color of their skin because they're white and they're privileged or that they're oppressed and they're black? It is because of these institutions that exist. So there's so much work to be cut, you know, that, that's ahead of us. And yes, you know, there's so much that Trump can do. I think he's doing the absolute most that he can, given the fact that there is resistance everywhere, right? Yeah, it is, I, I mean, they want this I man know. gone. Like he, if, could you imagine if he, they treated him like they treated Obama. I mean, it would be. No, no, I couldn't. And if he, and I don't think he'd be the same president. I think because of their resistance against him, a lot of stuff was uncovered. Um, right. And and I think he uh, I think in the end, his style was the only thing that would uncover this. Um, you know, right. the, the other right. people wouldn't. I don't think they would have they would have they wouldn't have been able to make the case. And I think the mainstream media is going to be responsible for electing him a second time. Uh, you know, if, if that right. does happen, it's it's their fault, because I think the, uh, yeah. Americans are fundamentally fair and they're, they're looking at this going, this is not, uh, this doesn't even make sense beyond being fair. It doesn't make sense. Right. And we and that's why I mean, I think you're right. We needed a Trump and it sounds so crazy, but it had to be him. It had to be his character. Yeah. Um, it had to be his demeanor. It had to be his boisterous nature. And it, because it, it forced them to show who they really were. It did. I think the Democrats have been brilliant at hiding themselves for decades. Yeah. Uh, you've been a conservative. I certainly wasn't. Uh, they seemed like they were the good guys. You had Obama who could literally sell salt to a slug. Mm-hmm. Right. And then because of their madness, because of their fury, because of their obsession with Donald J. Trump, they expose themselves. And yeah. now everyone is able to see, you know, the ugly, the ugly, the mask has slid off. And we really see this ugly creature that is the Democrat Party. Quite amazing. Um, uh, Candace, thank you so much. I could spend hours with you. Thank you for being on the program today. Uh, she's got a brand new book out. It's called Blackout, How Black America Can Make Its Second Escape from the Democrat Plantation. Well worth your read. I, I'd love to have you back again because um, I, I want to talk to you about um, uh, over, I think you called it over civilization. And it's one of those yeah. things that I had to, I have to read a couple of times before I, I think mm-hmm. I get it. Um, but we'll have you back. Thank you so much. Candace, appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. You bet. Candace Owens, again, the book Blackout, available everywhere. Buy a couple of copies and give one to a friend.
me tell you about American financing. Uh, if you want to stop playing the, the fun game that I, I just love playing, how close is it going to be this month? Who doesn't get paid this month? Oh, love that game. If you'd like to stop playing that game, um, make some good financial decisions. Make Just make one that will help ensure that you've got an extra few hundred bucks in your account at the end of the month. Maybe as much as $1,000. I've been telling you for a while, if you're a homeowner, please consider refinancing your mortgage. Now it's absolutely a no-brainer. The country is in flames. Every good decision you make financially is one step closer to you being able to make it through to the other side. Whatever financial crisis comes our way right now, and for months now, mortgage rates have been at an all-time low. They're dipped down to the threes and even in the twos at times. This is your wake-up call, and this is your last call. Get this done before the election. Call American Financing at 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. It's AmericanFinancing.net. AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, Oh, my gosh. Uh, I mean, look at what is happening. This is just the latest from the Hill Center for Disease Control, the CDC and uh, prevention. The director, Robert Redfield, on Wednesday, that's today, defended his agency from uh, claims by a top health department official that there is a resistance unit plotting against President Trump in the CDC. Redfield was asked at a Senate hearing about the extraordinary Facebook live video streamed Sunday where the Department of Health and Human Services top spokesperson, Michael Caputo, said career scientists are plotting against the president and encouraged Trump supporters to arm themselves ahead of the election. The spokesperson for HHS claimed that there is a resistance unit at the CDC and voiced concerns about ulterior deep state motives. <sighs> Today, uh, Redfield said, I'm deeply saddened that those false education uh, accusations were made about a group of really unbelievably professional people that serve this nation. Uh, no time has the scientific integrity of the MMWR been compromised. I can say under my watch, it will never be compromised. Um, asked if he advised the president to downplay the virus. Uh, Redfield said no. When asked if he agreed with the president downplaying the virus, he said, I'm not going to comment on that. Now, this is the same CDC director that we just told you yesterday uh, um, went against the presidential directive that no agencies were to teach critical theory. And they went ahead and scheduled a 13-week lesson on critical theory. So how? why isn't he being asked this question? What the hell is going on? That's the one thing I cannot figure out. Where the hell are the Republicans that can see it, know it, have the evidence, sit there and say, excuse me, aren't you entirely a resistance organization if you are going against presidential directives? A yeah. direct order from your boss? A CEO would fire you. Republicans are so bad at that. God, I don't know why. I, I, we've lamented about this a million times. But Republicans just have no giblets. They just can't. For I some don't, reason, no, they can't do it. it. No, it's, it's, I mean, we are, we are in extraordinary times. Mm -hmm. We are, we have revolutionaries infecting our own government 
We have this is not the this is not the Red Scare, even though the Red Scare turned out to be accurate. This is revolutionaries on the streets. You can watch the coordination. How we are not invoking insurrection is is beyond me, just beyond me. Unless the president just thinks, well, I won't be able to do anything about it anyway, because that would split the military, which is also another profound statement. Yeah. I mean, I could see us tonight. We're, we're going to give you the we're going to lay out how a revolution happens here in America. We're going to show you what the CIA has been looking for. I'll tell you what i've been looking for and then i'm going to show you what the state department and the obama administration lined up for color revolutions uh, all around the world and it fits exactly what the left and the democrats are doing here in america what they said they needed to do to cause revolution in other city or in other countries around the world is being done by us by some of the same people that put that list together for for revolution in other countries it's coming and we've got about six weeks to understand it and prepare please please i urge you watch tonight and join us become a member blaze tv.com slash glenn promo code glenn see you tonight at nine glenn beck program